Welcome to Beyond the Silver Lining Podcast, a sacred space for empowerment, transformation, spirituality, and lots of self-love. I am your host, Wendy Rosenthal, a scientist turned empowerment coach for women and a spiritual guide to help you find a gift in disguise in trauma, challenges, and pain so that you can create a positive mindset and get your power back by connecting back to your body, mind, and spirit. This podcast is a safe space to share our stories and feel like we're not alone anymore. I will be sharing my personal experiences, have interviews with experts and people like you who are also experts in your own unique way in life. Let's transform fear into freedom. Are you ready? Hello, hello, my beautiful lovelies. Thank you so much for being here. And today I wanted to spend a few minutes in talking about my story. What led me to being here, to opening up this podcast, to doing the kind of work that I do with coaching, with women gathering, women empowerment, and um, as well as learning more about ourselves, learning more about our body, what it is that we can learn and then how can we best take care of ourselves and that is in the physical body mental emotional and as well as the spiritual body so as i said here and there i've um one of the biggest gifts that i got to learn and accept was the fact that really what led me here to see the gift in disguise and acceptance of myself is learning about a health, it could be a trauma, health situation, health condition that not a lot of people want to hear about. And that's being diagnosed with cancer. So so that's, that's the point of my story. Um, in this podcast, I'm very open sharing about this because I think this is something powerful for me because it really gives me that power to say, look, I know it is devastating to learn about diagnosis. I know that a lot of people, obviously people go through that in different ways. And to some people, it can mean a debilitating condition and something that they have to live with going in and out of doctor's appointments and hospital treatments and um, and a lot of changes that happens at home in their bodies, in their mind, but as well as the people around them because it completely changes everything in your life if you're going through something similar. Now, even though this podcast, at least today's episode and how I'm talking more about cancer in my case, and how I will be sharing here and there, I'll be sharing more about how to really bring that awareness to our own health, how to bring that awareness into our lives, and how can we make the best of what we have or what we can. Because I think the whole purpose about life is that, is really living a happy life, guys, and living that happy life even with blah, 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 even with having a diagnosis, even with a trauma from the past, even with being molested as a kid, or even with, you know, like, I don't know, tons of surgeries, or even with being cheated on, even with, you know, maybe being in your 40s and still wanting to have kids, but you feel alone. So it doesn't matter what happens in your life. It could be anything, 
But at the end of the day, my hope is that a lot of people can realize that there is still something that we can rescue. And that really is the whole point about this podcast, about the kind of work that I do. And it's really remembering who we really are and what what are our gifts. And if some of us had to go through some sort of trauma, which I think at this point, everybody has to go through some trauma. Everybody has gone through something in their lives, okay? That there is a reason for that and instead of us being a victim why don't we take advantage of that and say okay now that i am given this how can i use this for my own benefit and that of others as well so that's really what i wanted to share and why i am very committed to bringing that awareness into people's lives because i feel like a lot of people sometimes do not realize that there is a gift there is a gift in everything that we do and what we have in life so so again um i'm sharing my stories a personal story with my own point of view on things and also hoping that you can take away the biggest lessons which is really bringing that awareness into your life and that you don't need to really have a wake-up call i hope people do not wait for that but my hope is that instead of waiting for something to happen for us that can bring us that that enlightenment is that we start taking actions now before we find out later on that we have something going on so for some of us yes we had to have that wake-up call some of us had that one day in our lives that we got those news saying you are diagnosed with this or having to wake up one day and finding out that you lost someone or whatever your case might be So my hope is that a lot of people do not wait for wake-up calls, but they'll start taking action now and that we learn from each other because that's the biggest takeaway as well. There's so many takeaways in this that sometimes it's, it's like a long list. So that's why every now and then I will sprinkle them throughout. Uh, my conversations throughout the podcast throughout the videos that I make throughout the posts and so and then I repeat them I keep repeating them because I want people to realize that this is real and that you don't have to be perfect you don't have to be um, making a lot of money that you don't have to think that you have to be that important because we all are in our own different way okay so the thing is, again, with this gift is that we all are open to see it. It is really up to us if, you, if we really choose to be open. So that's that's one of the things that I also will be talking about here. So my story is nothing different from anybody else out there. It's, it's the same old kind of story. Oh, somebody was super healthy and living the life, you know, going to school, graduating, having a really good job. And maybe finding love, maybe not, maybe she was confused or whatever, but all of a sudden something's knocking on her door. And so a lot of people go through something similar, right? So I didn't feel anything at that time. Obviously, I think looking back, I was very naive. I was very numb in in a sense. I was blind because I wasn't seeing the signs. And so, and by, by the way, guys, if you feel called for it, Take notes if you can, because I'll be throwing you little things, little lessons, little tips so that you can also look back into your life and see where can you relate and find that gift? How can you look at parts in your life or even in the future, even in the present and future where you can actually see the signs, okay? 
So I just wasn't seeing the signs. I wasn't aware of anything. So I was just continuing with my life. And so I never thought that it was anything special. But <clears throat> owning the fact that there was something going on, and and as I will tell you later on, it really allowed me to become to not be a victim anymore, to really own my power. And with this whole journey, my healing journey and in, in being diagnosed with cancer, one of the biggest takeaways, which I'm already telling you right away, so you don't have to wait for the end of the podcast, is that it really allowed me, finding out about, finding out about the cancer, it really allowed me to not become a victim anymore because unconsciously I was being a victim and and then getting my power back in a sense and even though it might sound different because who will think that cancer can, can give you your power back right a lot of people think like oh any kind of diseases is bad for you like it really changes your life and it takes everything out of you it really sucks the life out of you that is true but like I said a little while ago it is really a choice at the same time so it is it was my choice to see the light to see the gift to bring that awareness and realize that something had to change and that one that that one thing that I had to change was really allowing me to remember that I had it all in me I had the power and the potential to change my life and to heal myself and at the same time with this whole thing with you know the cancer and all it really allowed me to learn more about myself you know be more humble and learn about myself and learn that i i was still young and that i there was so many more things for me to do and it wasn't my time so it allowed me to connect with my spirituality as well it allowed me to learn more like deeper and beyond what my physical eyes could see something that i couldn't see I couldn't touch, I couldn't feel until I dropped into my highest self, into that innate power, that light force within me and connecting to the higher source above me who is God, you know, whoever God is for you. So that was another gift about cancer, which um, I'll tell you more about it later on in another episode, which... um, I feel like it's it's something that a lot of us sometimes are, in a sense, searching for, but it's not very clear for us and how to look for it, how to, again, how to see the signs. So I, it allowed me to take my power back, in a sense, and, um, and not that the power was so much taken away, but it was just lost. It was, I was so distracted with everything else. I was not seeing it right away. So I thought I lost it, but it just, it was always there within me. And that's the thing. When you do realize that something is in you, you know it, but then you get so distracted with everything happening around you in life, right? The busyness of the work, relationships, your own mental health, and whatever is going on that you don't see it is not very clear. So, so that's a huge. That was a huge thing for me, and it allowed me to really step from fear to freedom it allowed me to step away from the fear and jump into the freedom of life, to go from being in pain, whether it's physical pain or emotional, mental pain, or even a spiritual pain, 
to be powerful. So it really allowed me to find those, to find that again, I had that in me, that power, it was in me, that freedom was in me, living in joy was in me, which is the whole, this is the whole basis of the kind of work that I do and how I continue learning and leading my life. And that is, you can have the best life you want, a lot of joy, love, abundance, you know, money, whatever it is that you want in life, you can have it all, even with blank, even with a diagnosis, like I said at the beginning, even with a trauma, even with a situation that is negative, even with losing somebody. I know it takes time and I'll again I'll share more it feels like this will be like many episodes but I'll be sharing more about the process of going through a cancer journey because obviously it's not overnight it's taking me almost nine years so and is this is and then I sometimes feels like this is not my first rodeo I've, I've lived this before and I just got to remember and when I say before is in another life because I do believe that as spiritual beings we do transcend in different lifetimes. So anyways, so that will be in another episode. But above everything, it really helped me realize that whether it's past traumas, whether it is experiences that I had in life as a little girl growing up or what, or even past life, guys, I'm telling you, and I do believe in that, even if it is something that we've been carrying for a long time, even from other lives, other generations, because it is said that in the spiritual world, there's this thing that we, especially women, we carry our ancestral, maternal, ancestral baggage. So whatever our grand whatever our moms grandmother great grandmothers and so on seven generations before us if it wasn't accomplished if it wasn't resolved if it wasn't healed we get to take care of it in this lifetime so in a sense it's not just our quote-unquote bottle it's also those people before us so again that's another takeaway from everything it allowed me I really believe that this whole thing with cancer it allowed me to discover rediscover finding again where that power is which is really within me when I get the tools and here's the thing guys it is not gonna be easy it is there is a process which, which I will be sharing later on and you can have it too and it's just us doing a little bit of work and surrendering and remembering that we it is up to us to take that process and to have patience and acceptance with it and once you realize what it is then you can apply everywhere else in your life you know like I said losing a job okay you've done this before in another situation but as far as your your skills your tools your power tools your your endurance your resilience you got it in you so it is remembering and then doing a little bit of that work again so i'm open to share my story like i said and so that people here's the biggest thing that i want you to remember is i share my story because i want people to to those who can relate to my story I want them to feel that they are safe and that there is hope and that they are not alone. That's like the number one thing that I really cross. And I, okay, I'll go slow because I'm kind of getting excited. That was the number one thing that really crossed my mind back when I was 
in the middle of appointments and being diagnosed and whatnot. And it was when one day I was at a doctor's appointment and I was freaking out and thinking what is going to happen. And the first thing that came to my mind is, I don't know how, I don't know why, but I just don't want people to feel this way. I don't want people to feel alone. Not that I was completely alone because I have family and friends, but it was mainly my in my mind, no one I knew had gone through something similar. And so all the family and friends who were saying good things and positive things to me, it didn't register in my mind. It didn't make sense to me because they didn't, they were not going through the same. So they didn't know what it was for me. So if you are one of those people, I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm here with you. And just like me, there's so many other people out there who have gone through this and they understand. And if you know somebody who is going through this, please share this episode, this podcast to them, because I will be showing you, I will be telling you a lot of things that you can do to really take care of yourself and how can you bring that awareness and how can you remember again and bring the tools that you need to really shift your life and shift your way of thinking and realizing that, again, you're not a victim. You're not a victim at all and that you really are a warrior. You really are a victor. You really are a goddess and so deserving of the best life you have now and that you can ever have, okay? So, yeah, and speaking to those of you guys who can relate to the story because, again, my biggest thing too is sharing is very important because it really opens up for healing, not just at a personal level, but also communal as a community. So just have a little sip of water. But, um, and so that you can once and for all realize that you do have that power to heal and that power to transform in life, that power to transform from the pain and whatever it is that is going on. So another thing that I wanted to emphasize is the biggest takeaway and I'll share this in part two in more detail is the biggest awareness after cancer I got the biggest awareness in my life about myself about my body about who I am as a person about what I am to do here and how can I help other people and that I don't know I don't think I would have got to that level if I didn't find out So I know it's like a big statement to say, but at the same time, I think it deserves to be acknowledged because it's, if it wasn't cancer, probably could have been something else. And I am in a good place right now as far as my health. So I will just leave it at that. Because again, that biggest awareness is my, it's my really, it's my birthright because it is my choice to see that gift. Okay, and I understand that again, not a lot of people are aware to see the gift. Not a lot of people are open to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes there's people who just rather just play the victim and just think that things are happening to them. And for whatever reason, they are paying some sort of punishment, which is not true, guys. So... And I thought, okay, you know, it takes time. It, for some people, it takes years. For some people, it takes less, you know, months to realize this. I don't know what happened that for me it didn't take that long. And I was able to really 
um, start seeing, start taking action and seeing, okay, after I got the news, what can I do with it? You know, how can I take care of myself? How can I stay away from it? And yeah, looking back, I don't know what happened. I don't know how it led me to this, you know, and maybe it was the guidance of my spirit guides or my grandma because she was diagnosed with cancer. This actually, ironically, she was diagnosed with the same type of cancer as I was. So I, maybe it was that connection between us that in a sense, she was behind me the whole time and still is right now here with me. And that she allowed me to see the other side because that was that kind of a woman she was. She was very strong and very not easily giving up. And she was the kind of woman who always took care of people. So if she did take care of people in her lifetime here, I'm sure she's taking care of us, including myself, on the other side. So thank you so much, Grandma. Okay, so here's my story. So I pretty much already told you the biggest takeaways in in summary. There's obviously more and more. And, and as I continue to learn for the last eight, nine, almost nine years in this whole process. But I wanted to start this, this episode already giving you the, the takeaways and the things that I want you to remember because I don't want to leave it to the end because, you know, it might get lost basically in translation. But the following story that I'm going to tell you and how I found out is also so that you guys can realize that one, we all have different stories for sure. Two, you never know what is going to happen and how sometimes, like I said, we miss the signs and if we are not aware of them. We could miss them enough that nothing happens now, but later on something bigger is going to hit you. Hopefully not, but I'm telling you in general, this is my take on how um, finding out about cancer was a gift, okay? So I found out by accident. So already that's a gift because I wasn't having symptoms. I wasn't having any discomfort, no pain, nothing. I was just having my simple usual life until I was having pain in my back you know I was having pain in my back a lot of discomfort that I had to go to the doctor and I rarely got to the doctor I used to go to the doctor a lot when I was a child but then I'm like no here it doesn't feel like they it is the same type of um, healthcare as the one that we have back in Peru so finally I went to the doctor and I told them look I'm, I'm tr gonna try to make it shorter but the story is quite long actually and I said I have a lot of pain and actually at the time when I went to the doctor, it got to the point that it wasn't just discomfort on my right side of my back, upper back. It was a lot of pain, stabbing pain, almost as if somebody was in going with a knife, you know, like poking, stabbing me in the back. Like literally it felt like a sharp pain, like a knife. Then also there was numbness and tingleness down my legs, up my arms and including my face on the right side only. So the very first time when it happened, I it happened when I was having a panic, panic attack in the train coming back home from work. And so then I go to the ER because I already freaked out thinking this is a stroke. Okay, so I go to the ER, they did some testings, nothing was wrong. The only thing was my blood pressure was high, which was like, what? You know, I, I was at that time I was 36. So do your math and you guys how old I am now. So then I, um, 
So they say nothing is wrong, just a little bit elevated high blood pressure, and then also your liver enzymes are high, but that's not too alarming, but you know, get checked. Then after that, I went to my doctor and then they said, oh, you know, you're young. Basically, that's what they said. They said, you're too young to have anything serious because what I was asking is, can I, can you guys please look at this more in, in depth? Because that stabbing pain is real. I'm not imagining. And the doctor tried to persuade me and saying that maybe it was muscle spasm. Maybe I hurt myself working out. Maybe too much stress. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And I'm like, no, look, I don't go to the gym. At that time, I never stepped into the gym. Only when I had a class in college, okay? I never worked out. I wasn't active at all. Stress, probably, but nothing obvious to me. Nothing that I had pressing thoughts or like was waking me up late at night basically like I said I was just fine until that time and ever since then it happened again and again and again and the pain was always there so basically the doctor said no I'm too young to have anything serious he didn't think it was that big of a deal so he gave me muscle relaxant and um and uh anti anti Oh, I can't even say anti-anxiety pills, basically, because he said, probably you have anxiety. And I'm like, well, is how is this going to help me? Do they act fast if I take the pills? Because it does happen all of a sudden. It's not like a slow progression that you're slowly are feeling it. And then, you know, you know that it's coming. No, I'm on my phone or reading a book and all of a sudden it happens like in seconds. And he said, no, it won't start working. It won't give you any relief until half an hour later. And I'm like, then why, why is this good? You know, and then he goes, it's just for your own peace of mind. So that right away, big red flag that, okay, I'll tell you this in another episode too, but the system here is a little cracked if you ask me. So I asked, can you do x-rays? Can you send me to a chiropractor? Because what if it is the alignment of my back? You know, maybe something is pressing my nerves because it did, it really felt like a nerve thing. It is not a muscle related. So I don't need the, uh, the muscle relaxant. Uh, pills he was which were really strong because I took him at the beginning to be able to sleep basically but um it wasn't helping as much and so obviously it wasn't muscle and um so he said no can't no it's nothing like that anyways another time I press so much here's another red flag if you still continue having and again guys take notes if you can or remember this part there are signs. So if your body continues telling you, look, they're knocking on your door, pulling your hair, pinching you or stabbing you, your body's telling you something. Your body is telling you to stop, look around and see if you can fix something here. Pay attention to this, ask questions, do your research. So the pain was so bad that I had to go back and request and thank goodness the doctor wasn't there. It was a nurse practitioner. I said, look, this, I can't deal with this and nothing is helping. Can I see a chiropractor? And finally she gave me the permission. I went to a chiropractor for two weeks. It didn't get that better, but he actually took the x-rays. And then he said, you will have to go back to your doctor and they'll talk to you. Because he was actually surprised that we weren't seeing um, improvement. He said, "You should two weeks later, you should be better. You know, if it is your alignment, you should be a little better. 
but um, obviously there's something else. So when he took the x-rays, he must have seen something. And then he goes, um, I think we are done here, so you will have to go back to your doctor. And so that already, I was like, that's kind of weird. So that's, you know, obviously a sign, okay, this something is going on where that specialist is not going to explain the results. So when I go see my doctor um, to get an explanation, long story short, that's when he said, basically, in not in the nicest way, I don't think, I think it would have been, it should have been done in a better way because at the end my mom was in the room as well for just because she had another appointment and it happened that I went there that they said basically you have lymphoma and obviously my heart dropped and I froze I got super cold I got chills in my body my mom it happened the same to her and I'm like, wait a minute. And now looking back again, I know there's really good doctors out there. I'm not talking, I'm not bashing all of them, but just <laughs> the ones that sometimes do not have that sensitivity. Um, sensitivity, sensibility, one of those, you know. And how you tell this kind of news to someone, because it was so, pro at that time, it was so preliminary. And basically, we talked about it, and then she kind of retracted. It wasn't actually the doctor, it was a nurse practitioner. And she took it back and she said, oh, actually, no, it's not, it's not, we don't know if it is lymphoma, but most likely, yes. And she gave me the paper, which I still have. But when I looked at the paper, it had the report of the x-ray. And in there, it said something like, possibility of lymphoma and it had this huge red mark around it so um that in a sense it kind of made it official so we went on to testing sure for me to oncologist and we continued the testings and at the end after biopsies and i'll tell you in another episode the process when you are in the process of getting tests or having quote-unquote a diagnosis and how to process that the process of a process <laughs> how to navigate through that kind of a process because they're emotionally it, it oh my gosh it's so draining and sometimes you just don't know what to think anymore and sometimes you don't know where to go and what to do and I want to be here for you guys because I know what it's like so anyways so we went through different tests and all that after biopsies it did not turned out to be a lymphoma that was actually a tumor the size of a fist that it was pressing on my back on my nerves it was in the cavity so behind the lungs and between the lungs and the the thoracic cavity and because it was big enough and it was pressing on my, on my nerves and it was because it came out of the spine so the growth if you imagine if you're sitting upright you're you're imagining the middle of your your body where your spine is and that's nervous system. That is your nervous system. So there are along, like outside of it, they're coming out, uh, you know, parts of your nervous system, which are your the bigger nerves that go all throughout your body, your arms, your legs, your sides, you know, everywhere. And so it was in between um, two ribs when this little nerve formed a tumor. So it was a benign tumor, thank goodness. So it got removed in a few months, um, but that was later on. So it wasn't lymphoma. So we got happy, but 
here's the other blessing they said because it comes out of the spine uh, sometimes they pop up like mushrooms so we don't know and we just want to go back and check through a scan an MRI in this case and we want to check that there is no more of those tum tumors coming out anywhere else anywhere else in your spine because it is a nerve tumor coming out of your nervous system coming out of your spine and if you think the spine runs all along your body from the base of your head all the way to your tailbone and so um, we did that we did an MRI and uh, no there were not not any more of those mushrooms uh, coming out of my it's just to make it funny coming out of my spine but they found out that in the abdomen area there were actually some lymph nodes that were a little big and they were a concern so that was just a picture they took in the mri test so it's just like a scan um, a magnetic it's a, a high magnetic resonance imaging and the next step because again doctors they know this they were like this is not normal what we will consider normal so they um, wanted to look at it deeper and requested to get a biopsy because at the end of the, the day guys biopsy really is what will determine what it is because it is taking a tissue a piece of the tissue or a few cells of the organ or the tissue that needs to be analyzed and that's what will actually confirm because physiologically it is looking at the cells and seeing what it is and actually to my luck those little lymph nodes the cells that they took out of um they, they took they removed a couple lymph nodes and the cells in the lymph nodes turned out to be lymphoma so the spine was fine, but everything else was not so much at that time. So, okay. So again, I'm saying that this is a blessing because otherwise I would have never found out. At that time I was 36. When my oncologist told me this, she said, we never find patients of your age. We never find young adults. It is usually expressed or manifested in older patients, late 60s, 70s, 80s, because it's a very uh, slow growing type of cancer. And I'll tell you more about lymphomas so that you get you guys get to know more about them, what they are. But basically, um it is a slow growing and indolent so it's it's not it is not causing damage and it is so that's a good thing in a sense it's, so there's many good things and there's also some not very great things that you will hold but the good thing is that it's a slow that you can actually continue living your normal life um, it is treatable. However, it's not curable. It is not like a tumor that you can remove, you know, let's say with breast cancer, pancreatic, um, colon cancer, that you actually remove it from the body, do chemo radiation. And then if, you know, if, if everything goes well, the person can go into remission. Now, also remember, if you are in this situation, have been, or you have someone in your life who is going through this, let's remember that every story is different okay and every cancer is very different you can have two people in the same room having the same type of cancer same type of staging whatever whatever same age but it is according to the body's composition that the cancer will be different you know maybe a slightly different or maybe hugely different so i don't want you to start comparing so much 
about if it, if this is you like what where am i in my life you know in relation to the other person i know it's sometimes inevitable but let's just remember that the reason why we share this story is so that we can learn and be okay with what we learn as well so at that time because there was no symptoms and which means that the cancer cells are in the body but they are not causing any damage so what is suggested is that there is no treatment and but then the oncologist is still asked me are you how do you feel she explained all the options i had as far as treatments what was available at that time again remember guys this is eight years ago and since since then there has been so much advancement in science and the medical field and all this biotechnology now there's cell therapy that treats a lot of cancer um cancer patients and so we went through that and at the end she explained it really well and she said you know the day is really your choice so it is up to you and she also gave me her opinion which it was the same as mine which was choosing not to have treatment because it just didn't make sense i was okay i was quote unquote healthy uh meaning healthy is considered not having symptoms but the cancers are still there so i just had to live with it and learn how to live my life with it and so and the only thing that she did remark was this is just like having a chronic condition like diabetes heart disease obesity you know any of any of those chronic conditions in which you really live with it you just have to take care of it and it is more like a mental it is really cancer a lot of the cancers are the same but i feel like especially the the ones that are slow and you have to live with it for the rest of your life and there is really no treatment for them it is more like a mental disease it is a mental condition because you know it is there and can't do much about it you know that what they are you know where they are and you know what you can do to improve your life but it's not like you can go and target it and take it out remove it and bleach it or whatever you know and so it's really and then it's waking up knowing that at the beginning again there is a process but then also it is being okay with it and continuing with your life even with cancer and for me also it was getting to know more my body and then realizing that oh my gosh even when i have a headache i will freak out and and i never have headaches and now why am i having one what does that mean so it's really being more aware and being okay and going through the process of analyzing and 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 being calm you know like okay this headache doesn't mean anything maybe it's the age aging process and then as, again as women we go through so many changes in life and our body goes through so many changes so you know nice sweats and and pain here and there in the groin area or on my chest what what is that what is that and so right away we will freak out and we will go back to the doctor and ask for help and to get tested and sometimes it is not that necessary to get tested so many times but oncologists know they know that part of being diagnosed with cancer comes with treating them from their mental health as well um even though it's not openly discussed but they and i tell you this because i talk to doctors okay and i do my research so i'm very active in learning and, and knowing who they are and where they come from and that again is another 
huge gift that I'll tell you more than the next time, which is really having that awareness and having, um, and being in charge and taking, that's another power tool, taking charge of your, your health and knowing what it is that you can do to improve your life, having that awakening that even with this situation, even with this diagnosis or trauma or anything that you might have or, or are going through in life, there is still something that you can rescue and continue living a life that you, that you deserve. And so, yes, finding out about the cancer was a huge wake-up call. It was like, oh my gosh, obviously, who would have won that? But it really led me into this awakening to my purpose you know it wasn't clear right away it's not like i decided that right away the month later or, or even the year later it took oh, looking back it took i think a couple of years or so i went through the process of learning and then again the process is quite long because first you have to heal your mind and your body and every part of you and so then that's what led me into finding my purpose and that's what it is that I do now which is really helping with my story my experiences my knowledge things that I've been able to learn and practice implement into my life and work with other people and learning from them as well and having a community is really helping other people and allowing them to see their power allowing them to see who they are and remember that they can also heal themselves if they take charge of 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 their health and allowing them to see their choices because we are not a victim. We, I, that's my thing. I do not want anybody to think or feel that they are a victim. So, and that's what really led me into coaching. And so, so again, I'm sharing this with you guys because I want you to really take care of yourself, of your health. <clears throat> and I want you to educate yourself and get to know your body all the parts of your body. I want you to get to know your physical body, what is hurting, what is not, what is that sign, what does it mean? I want you to ask questions and even more so now than ever, I think we need to really start taking care. And I don't I don't like using that word need, but I feel like we got to take care of take charge and take care of our body by asking questions as, as well. Not just sitting there waiting, you know, like having our hands open and waiting for a prescription. Ask questions to do to your doctor. Go home and start doing your research, finding out from other people who have gone through the same experience or something similar. Where are they now? How can you how can you um, learn from them as well as building a community because support is so important in this kind of situation, especially for a disease, something that a lot of people have to live with. Finding a supportive system is so essential. So educate yourself, get to know more about your body about yourself, about your spiritual practice, so that you can really take the steps necessary to live a happy life, to live with love and freedom and abundance and knowing that you matter and knowing that you're here for a reason and finding your your power, finding your confidence and knowing that you can have it all. And, and it being okay that sometimes we might get hit again and we might fall and have a little, you know, fallout, but it's okay. We can always come back up and then continue in our life. So 
that's what I wanted to sh share with you guys today and I'll come back the next time and tell you a little more in detail about those gifts that I just mentioned to you because I just kind of I feel like I went through them quite fast but if not I'll just repeat it repeat them again because I think that we need to keep remembering keep reminding each other because again I feel like we're here to remember and remind people of our gifts so have a wonderful rest of your day. And again, don't forget to share this to those people who need to hear this because there's always someone out there who is looking for this kind of information, to looking for this kind of wisdom, looking for that story they can relate to and knowing that they're not alone. Uh, above and beyond, my whole purpose is, look, I want you to know that you're not alone in this, that there is always something to look forward to whether it is you, somebody you know, I think at this point in our lives, we all have been touched by cancer, whether it is through a family member, a friend, a co-worker, or even the neighbor, even, even the, the, the person at the grocery store. There's more and more people who are being diagnosed with this kind of conditions, but I also feel like it is really in our power to be supportive, to learn from each other. So not only it will help those people who are going through that kind of a trauma, again, it could be a disease, it could be a situation, a trauma, past or present, but also it helps those people who take care of them. And I'll, I'll tell you more about that in another episode about the caregivers because they are the silent patience as well so stay tuned share this also write a review it will really do me a huge um favor if you do that so that you can help me out passing the word and the post in the podcast world and um, i'll be seeing you guys again soon love you all bye